This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yes, it's 8.43. And if you were hoping for the weather gods to smile upon the country after what has been a torrid start to the year already, I'm afraid you're out of luck. More heavy rainfall is expected over the coming days as a subtropical storm moves across the country. Gee, I sound like uh, Jim Hickey. We've been talking about getting a meteorologist on the show for a while, and we thought it was finally time to hit up Phil Duncan from weatherwatch.co.nz and ruralweather.co.nz. He's on the line with us now. Morena, Phil, how are you? Oh, good morning. It's such an honour to be with Jim Hickey. Wow. <laughs> Don't worry, mate. The great, the great man from Taranaki. I flew in my private jet this morning. I uh, just thought I'd uh, catch up with you, Phil, about what's going on up there. This atmospheric river that's uh, crossing over the country at a great rate of knots. It's down at the Coromandel at the moment. Can you just fill us in a little bit about what that actually means for the listeners? So what we've got, um, it might be surprising, but actually this weather's mostly been caused by high pressure, not by low pressure. So there's an enormous area of high pressure east of the country over the Chatham Islands, and it's so big, it stretches all the way up to the Cook Islands and Tonga. And because of the anticyclonic uh, wind flow around it, that air, air that's sitting up around the Cook Islands and Tonga is being pulled down over us, and the high isn't moving. It's sort of like a roundabout. It's just parked there, and the air is going around and around and around. And so we're seeing day after day after day with the exact same or very similar weather set up. So the rain is sort of moving around back and forth around New Zealand uh, in the north and the west of both main islands. More to come over the next few days. And in fact, this high doesn't move away until Monday or Tuesday of next week. So it's certainly a very long-lasting system. Oh, wow. That that bloody anti-cyclonic wind flow, eh? Um, Now, Phil, how often are are people at the moment coming up to you? And since Cyclone Gabrielle and the the devastation we've seen, how often are you getting people coming up to you and saying, is this a sign of the times? Is this weather going to happen? Or is this just cyclical and, you know, we're due to have dry weather again in, say, two years' time? Is that how it works? Are people curious? Yeah, we have a lot of people asking this. Um, uh, the news media used to always put everything, um, you know, oh, this is climate change, this is climate change. And yes, to some degree it is, but that's just too simple of an answer. Like, there's got to be a reason why we're getting warmer weather. And like I said, there's a big high pressure zone that's stuck, it's stalled. By the way, next Wednesday, eight days from now, we've got a major cold blast by the looks of it coming in. So this is... Unusual and normal at the same time. The unusual part is just how prolonged this warm event is, and we just had one in April. So well above normal temperatures, that's unusual. But getting um, you know, 
tropical weather one week and then sub-Antarctic weather the next week, that's also very normal for the middle part of autumn. Hey, Phil, can you just talk to us a little bit about the water table and, and the amount of rain that we've had, obviously, through the summer leading into winter and what that actually means when you get a system like this and the panic that um, I guess all of our councils around uh, New Zealand and our, and our um, what, what would you say, our whānau that, are, that have been through the terrible times already are facing? Yeah, I mean, we've we've seen since Gabriel and the and the Auckland floods in January, the um, soil moisture levels, in particular in the North Island, are, are much wetter than average for this time of the year. But they're also just wetter than normal, um, generally speaking. So we're seeing uh, one positive is that the last couple of months since Gabriel, a lot of those places that were badly flooded have actually had some decent breathers and a chance to. Not, I wouldn't say totally dry out, but certainly going closer back to normal. So this is going to reverse that for some areas like Northland and Auckland and maybe some other parts around Nelson. We'll be seeing that getting wetter than average. So for, for the councils, it would be concerning for slips, um, probably more than flooding, although flooding is certainly a problem out there. Slips are a real issue in some parts of the country with setups like this, like Nelson and Coromandel and Northland. They tend to get a lot of slips when it's warm and wet for days and days and days in a row fascinating yeah yeah and, and it is it's gnarly out there and you just feel bad for well you feel bad for the councils but you feel bad for people's houses that are just in kind of these specific scenarios where they just keep getting um they just kind of can't get a reprieve at the moment it is devastating at this time of year though phil i'm certain you get especially with your rural ties I'm certain you get people asking you for the, the uh, outlook for duck shooting weekend. So for all those good New Zealanders, say, going shooting in the uh, Bex Omakau region of central Otago <laughs> this that? weekend. Who's that? <laughs> uh, oh, just some good Kiwis. Um, is there anything you could l- let them know about what sort of forecast they might be looking at? <laughs> um, well, actually, it's, it, in the southern part of the country, down around um, Omakau, it's not actually looking too rough this weekend, um, partly mm. cloudy and and um, maybe a bit of fog around on Sunday morning. Um, might be some low cloud and fog on Sunday morning. Saturday morning doesn't look doesn't look so foggy. So we've got on our other website, ruralweather.co.nz, we've got a fog and cloud forecaster, which I believe could be quite helpful for duck shooting. And also we've got rain and wind graphs as well for every location in the country. So this weekend as we go in like Saturday um the North Island looks a little bit unsettled. It's, it's raining and they've got windy nor'easters here and there. The further down the country you go, the more settled it's likely to be. Phil, what's the, what's the weather predictions for the future, say the next five years in New Zealand? Are we looking at having wet, wetter summers and colder winters? What what are you predicting? You know, I, I think that uh, probably the most likely scenario for New Zealand is more chaos. Um, we're, we're in a very isolated part of the world. And as a weather forecaster, we spend a lot of time looking at weather maps. In fact, we spend a lot of time looking down on Earth rather than up at the sky because we're looking at all the different rain maps and wind maps. And what you start to notice is just how isolated New Zealand is. There's some photos or some images you can take on Google Earth that show basically an entire Pacific Ocean with just New Zealand in it. Um, and so what I mean by that is, you can have these big weather patterns going on where you're seeing Europe or North America in a trend, and we're just all over the place down here in the Southern Ocean, and you know um, we're out of the equator, but we're close enough to it as well to get the odd cyclone. So I think we're going to see more chaos. That usually means more rain. 
Um, but if we do go into El Nino later this year, that will shift that high pressure zone, the one I was telling you about east of us. We'll see more of that to the west of us, and that encourages more southwesters, uh, very different to what we've had with La Nina for the last two or three years. Mm. But I always think New Zealand can buck the trend and we do our own thing. Um, you know, we might get a, a touch of what's going on in the tropics or Australia, but we often do just our own thing. Uh, very well explained, Phil. Even I've got my head around that. That's very awesome. Good. That's that's brilliant. Really enjoyed that, mate. Uh, weatherwatch.co.nz and ruralweather.co.nz. We'll be on there before duck shooting. Appreciate your time, Phil. Cheers, guys. Thanks very much. I love that, Kempi. Honestly, so good. I'm, I'm thinking, yep, book the holidays. Uh, definitely during the, you know, the, the spring and the autumns, because you know, obviously he's thinking that we're going to have That's a little it. bit of a little bit of chaos through those periods. Um, and I get the, the El Nino too with the with the westerlies that we've had. Like the boys, that, the boys, uh, are the easterlies that we've had currently. The boys out west are real happy about that because the surf's pumping when you've got that. Offshore. Um, but he said if it swings around, well, let's hope that we have some subtropical cyclones coming down too because it'll pump the east, eastern swells up. Gee, we might have to figure out how we can move um, opening day of duck shooting to Sunday. I'll talk to my people uh, to get some of that fog. <laughs> Eight <laughs> minutes away from nine. It's very good. Well done, Neeps. Thank you for that. Uh, we have got a couple of text messages I'm desperate to read, and then we'll catch up with Smithy after this.